Welcome to Soccer Neophytes. We're going to recap the worst week in Soccer Neophytes history. That's it. That's the intro. Hey, Andrew. Hello, Nathan. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Is it is your full name Nathan or the Nathaniel? Nathan. Oh, your parents didn't want to commit the whole way, huh? No, they're just partial commission committing. Cowards. My uh, middle son's uh, his middle name is Nathaniel. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know why we went there. Hi, how are you? Uh, I've been better. It was not a good week. Uh, no, I. I mean, it, it's it was so bad that only you and I showed up for for today. You would think that Chris would take a victory lap, but no. I um, Tottenham took two in the chin. Yep. How'd the Wolves do? Uh, we lost both. Yeah. But uh, Chris Bash. got one win and uh, and one draw. The weekend. Right. Yep. The weekend yep. was. I think the worst weekend in soccer neophytes history, because out of the, there's four official teams, Leeds, Wolves, Liverpool, and United. Uh-huh. And there's this pseudo team of Spurs. Unofficial. 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 Out of five teams, only one got one point. One point out of five, uh, out of five of our teams. It was. No, no, no. They got four points. The, just this, I'm just talking about the weekend. There was the week, there was midweek stuff. Yeah, there were some points. Um, but but as far as the weekend went, it was a it was a horrific weekend for but but not just a horrific weekend, uh, but some bad, bad losses. Like not I don't think Wolves losing to Leicester is bad because Wolves suck, but Liverpool losing well, losing four nil, yeah, that sucks. But Liverpool losing to Nottingham Forest, that's bad. That's embarrassing. Hold up. No, that's not bad. That's embarrassing. Even Wolves scored a goal on Nottingham Forest. <laughs> Seriously. But I think maybe that's a good place to start. And we'll get to the match you watched in a second. But since we're on topic, Liverpool is an enigma. I do not know what to make of that team. They lose one nil over the weekend to to Nottingham Forest. Midweek they won one nil against West Ham. They beat Man City before that one nil. Um, but they lost to Arsenal three two the week before that. It's not that they're playing bad teams. Nottingham Forest is a bad team, but I just don't know what to make of them. Uh. And Tim's the same. I've talked to Tim. Uh, we work together, so we talk a lot about it. So he doesn't know either. What team's going to show up? They've had they've had a number of injuries, but for a top six clubs, I don't. I'm okay with injuries being an excuse for maybe why you're not one or two, or maybe why you're just outside of Champions League spots because really you have to be firing on all cylinders. But the that amount of money that that top six clubs have the depth and the quality of their, their benches, their reserves should allow you to beat the Nottingham Forest. So um, yeah, it's a, it's weird. Um, 
so about an hour ago, you texted me and said, hey, uh, Andrew, I need your best bet. And my initial sarcastic response was going to be, whatever the biggest spread is, whatever the longest, whatever the hailest Mary ever is, yeah. I want that one this week because this league makes no sense. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand how Liverpool lost to Forrest. Forrest yeah. sucks. They have a lot. I think they have a lot of potential in the future, but not this year. And Liverpool has given me I, the city game was incredible. They were, they made every correct decision. They didn't um, screw. I almost said a bad word. I'm trying. I know. I know we're allowed to swear, but <laughs> um, they didn't screw anything up. Like in execution, they look like a perfect team against City. And then they, I just, I'm I. I both want to and don't want to watch them more so that I can figure out what the hell is going on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's so much talent with that club. There is, there's a, there's a theory or a, I don't know. It's happened twice. So I think people are expecting it maybe to happen a third time, but it seems like Jurgen Klopp when he's on his seventh year with this club he can't get the club to fire on all cylinders. So it happened with his previous two clubs. There's and this, for that. And there, yeah. And this is year seven for him at Liverpool. So um, you know, whether that's listen, Jurgen Klopp, we've all been there, right? Like, remember back in the day when we had all the energy in the world? Now it happens. We're getting old. He's getting old. Mm. So yeah. So I don't know what's happening there, but Liverpool sits at eighth. I, I do think a good barometer is goal differential. So if you look at the table, I think I like to look at goal differential to see, and I, I'll do it with all the sports, with baseball, with run differential, whatever it might be, but to see like who's, who's in the standings overperforming their goal differential and who's underperforming. And so right now, uh, and in some ways, Liverpool and Bournemouth are both anomalies because Liverpool beat them 7-0 earlier in the season. Right. So, so they're a little inflated numbers. But but even then, if you if you remove those or you remove a few goals there, I think I still believe Bournemouth is overperforming. And we're watching them drop down the table. They lost again today to West Ham. Too. They were in like seventh uh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, right? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, they were close. They were top half of the table for sure. And I, I think we're just going to continue to watch them stumble and their goal differential stands out right there at negative 15. Um, Liverpool's a little low in the table for where they're out. Even if you take a couple goals away, they really probably should be in the five, six range. Right. They're definitely better than Fulham and they're at least around United. Yeah. Which, to be honest, that's what makes me most nervous about Wolves is it's a piss poor. I mean, they're at negative 13 and they're right where they should be. That's exactly where they should be in the table based on goal differential. And so it's uh, nice when you can look at something and it's exactly when, <laughs> when someone meets all of your expectations, <laughs> both totally. positive and or negative. It, it's satisfying, right? Yeah. Except in this instance. Yeah, except when it's your team and you really yeah. you're sorry, Phil. 
No, it's, uh, it's, it's abysmal. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's Liverpool. We'll get, we'll get to Wolves later, but, um, you watched, you focused on Newcastle, um, yeah. to your dismay in some ways, but, uh, what did you make of Newcastle? Um, they're good. I, they're, they're a good team. Um, I, I honestly don't know what to say. Um, I, I am so confused by the entire week because I watched, you know, Newcastle versus Tottenham, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I also watched Tottenham United and I swear to God, I don't understand how these teams are playing a certain team that I happen to like, but it's working. Um, Newcastle, I want to pull up the stats real quick, if that's okay. Give me a second. Um, They're just, I don't get it. Can you give me, I I wish Chris was here. I I have a problem with Chris not being here, okay? Because I was going to say, I was going to defer to him and let him tell me why whatever United did worked. Um, because whatever Newcastle did, it was very similar, and it also worked. Um, Tottenham works best when they're exploding, uh, you know, to uh, when they're taking advantage of um, a, a, a bad pass, a miscue, whatever. And they they they're like the um, 2005 through 2008 Phoenix Suns, seven seconds or less, you know. Yeah. They're like a good breakaway team. Um. I don't know what these other teams are doing, but it's working and it's preventing them from being aggressive. Um, Newcastle didn't outshoot them. They both had a ton of shots on goal. In fact, when I watched the um, the first half of the Newcastle game, I thought, in fact, that uh, that Newcastle underperformed. And then in the second half, they came alive. So... I don't really have much to say other than I'm just flabbergasted. That's why I'm going to bet on the dark horse from now on. I don't understand. Well, Newcastle. So I, I'm going to tell you something that's going to blow your mind right now. Please do. Okay. Match you ready? Battle? You ready? No, no, you will. Your mind will literally be blown. Go ahead. Last season after match week 12, do you want to know where Newcastle was in the standings? Um, I'm going to say somewhere really low just because that would be shocking. 20th. Yeah. In match after match week 12. So the same time last year, they had zero wins, six draws, six losses, a negative 12 goal differential. They, I actually saw a Wolves fan tweet this out. They're like, our only hope is that last year at this time, Newcastle was also in our position. Um, they, but then they got purchased by a Saudi uh, group. Uh, that's some of the controversy surrounding them. That's why they have the green and white kits. Right. So that's, um, are they pro murder or of journalists or no? Well, what's Newcastle's? I don't know what Newcastle's, Newcastle's probably official stance is no, but I don't, I'm not sure. About clarify, no. I'm against it. I am. Yes, I am too. Okay. So, so Newcastle purchased by Saudis, huge splashed a ton of money in the January transfer window. 
didn't splash quite as much in the summer as I think a lot of people expected, but still spent, but spent so wisely. I think that's what I've really been impressed with, with Newcastle is the way they, the way they spent money. They spent enough in January to basically save their season. And then they've spent enough in the summer to have them playing great. And so uh, I've, I've been really impressed with them and, uh, obviously now they're they're in the top four and good for them well they're they're, also- no, they're a good they're i honestly if i had probably started with newcastle i might be a newcastle fan right now they they're good i yeah i and you wouldn't be uh i wouldn't fault you for that i think it's a good they're a good club a classic club i just um, hate those i know i, I- know <laughs> I was waiting for it. You couldn't have done it. In I, the- I do. I it took so much restraint. I've been even if you wanted to, you in the end, you'd be like, I can't choose them because I can't wear the. And I couldn't respect anyone. Like, let's say there's a Newcastle pub, and I went to that pub and I saw someone wearing that ugly Footlocker kit. I'd be like, bro, come on, have some self respect. I get in fights with my own band friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, awful. Like I, I realize that Tottenham's like kind of neon purplish one with the green on it. I realize it's not the prettiest kit in the world, but at least it's not the Newcastle classic home kit. I just want to clarify. I know, I know. We've heard it. We've heard it. We have All right. go ahead. Let's move on. It's been a rough week. It has been a rough week. Um, particularly for Wolves. Um so when we last talked, I was in England and I was getting ready to go on a away day uh, to to Crystal Palace. And I just have to tell you, Andy, it lived up to the hype. Yeah, the bus ride sucked ass. It's the longest, even though even though uh, Wolverhampton and London are not that far away. Selhurst Park is on the south, like west side of London. And the only way to get there, the quickest way to get there is to go all the way around the city. So you're south of the city and then drive north into town through like a hundred stoplights and really small streets. So it took four and a half hours to get there. It's the longest away day for wolves. Um, and I only experienced half. Well, but what's uh, like, what's the old saying? What's the distance as the crow flies? You know oh. what the- yeah, probably two hours. Like it's not that far away. Oh, okay. Oh, wolves are in the Midlands. Is that yeah, what it's well, yeah? So it's maybe 120 miles to yeah. Selhurst Park, and it took four and a half hours to get there. It was it was brutal. Do you and remember probably, back in the day when we were in college and we were best friends, and we'd like <laughs> you know try to compete on who could get from uh, here to LA the fastest? Yeah. yeah, you're like, dude, I can make that four and a half, baby. Yeah, yeah. that's 350 like- miles. You, you're talking about 120. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the exact mileage, but it's probably similar to that. So, That's funny. but it was great, great experience, amazing atmosphere. Wolves took the lead early. So that just created like so much energy. I watched the, I watched the match highlights uh, just cause I wanted to hear what it sounded like. And we were so loud. It was so cool to like hear it. And we ended up losing, which sucks, but yeah, wolves. Wolves are in shambles. We still don't have a manager. We've approached two two managers and been turned down by both. It's just clear that there's no vision for this club. There's no 
plan. I listened to a podcast today where these fan, this fan cast was able to interview a former player of wolves who was on the team last year. He's still playing just in a different league and it was eye opening. Um, it was Roman Sice, who that doesn't mean anything to you, but for nothing, our listeners, nothing, uh, not, a, not even a little bit. No, but for our listeners, they'll know who Roman Sice is. And he just talked like really straightforward. He he's like, I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus, but here are my experiences. Here's, and it's, just so clear that the ownership is a mess. It both like encouraged me listening to it, like thinking, okay, like I like we're right as fans to think this club is being run by asshats. But then also discouraged me realizing like, oh, this club's being run by asshats. Like it's it's a mess. It's a it's, it's less a mess. than ideal when you have no trust that the people in charge uh, are going to make a good decision. That's right. That's right. So so I don't know what's going to happen. There's so much talent on that team. It's why I was so high on the team going into it. But um, now, yeah, I I just don't know what's going to happen. I I really like I've I've taken a little offense to you calling wolves shit the whole season. Who me? Uh, yeah. I, they're just well, not very good. Well, yeah, I know, but they have so much talent, but you don't know that. And you I know. know there's no reason for you to know that. So I've taken a little offense to that, but now I fully agree with you. Like this is a shit club and I won't be surprised if they're relegated. We're still best friends, right? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah, of course. So it's pretty depressing, um, but whatever. I, I, I know what it's like. Oh, wait, quick question. Um, when you watched the replay, what seemed louder on TV or obviously there probably sounded louder, right? Yeah, it's way louder there, but, but you're curious, like, how does it pick up on, on TV? Like how it felt super loud, but what does that mean when you're watching a match? Right. Cause I was at the Phoenix Suns home opener uh this yeah. week uh when they um when they came back from down 22 against the Mavericks who yes hey, you hate Doncic we know Doncic more than me nobody anyway um no. what's that no one no one even that rapper who called him that one word that we're trying to keep it clean this time anyway um it was so loud I loved it I haven't watched any of the replays yet though to compare it so I like to try and get a ratio, you know, so you can think yeah. in the future when you're watching TV, like, oh man, that's uh, that sounds a bit like. louder than, I, than I'm used to on the telly, you know. Well, and I think too, what's unique about this is this was in a way like we don't have this in American sports. We don't have the same scenario where there's a section for away fans. They can only yeah. sit in that section, and so all the sound is concentrated into that section, right? And so even if Mavs won on a last second buzzer beater, you're going to get a a smattering of like cheers, but um, not in the same way at, at a match. And so that's what I was, or at like a, a football match. So I was just curious to what it sounded like and it was loud. Yeah, no, I just want to say that um, speaking of non segregation of fans, there was this DB sitting in front of me. He had a chain, he was wearing a uh, Dirk Nowitzki uh, jersey, mm. uh, no yeah. undershirt. Um, the 
tackiest watch you ever saw. And every time the Mavs hit a three, he did that like shooting motion. Oh, I've never wanted to punch someone in the back of the head more than that moment. But I didn't, Nate, because I'm a grown man. You are right? a grown man. And I have responsibilities. But I really wanted to. What a nerd. Anyway, go ahead. What's next? Speaking of grown men fighting, I will say uh, someone asked me tonight. Uh, they're asking about my trip and they're they're just wondering, like, they asked if I got in any fights, right? Because that's yeah, the American yeah. view of, of that's dads ask each other when they go on vacation. Yeah, go ahead. English, English soccer. Um, and I didn't or else that would probably be the lead. But uh, I believe is the expression. I was, I was, I was a little, the only time I was nervous was leaving Selhurst Park because I had all my wolves gear on. I was lugging this big ass suitcase through the streets. I was so vulnerable, <laughs> like clearly, I don't know, from out of town, wearing my wolves gear, walking through South, Southwest London. Well, I had to walk like 20 minutes to this train station to get to my place. That was the only time I was a little, I was never really nervous. I never felt threatened, but that was the only time I'm like, dude, someone could totally just freaking knock me over the head with a bottle or. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the story about the most recent time I got punched in the face? No. It's uh, a lot sooner than you might guess since I'm uh, about to celebrate my 42nd birthday. Um, it was 2018. FIFA World Cup, Georgian Dragon. Oh, uh, yeah. I was dating this girl. Georgian Dragon, for our non-local listeners, is the local Manchester United pub. But because it was the World Cup, everybody also was there England, was English. Right? Yeah. yeah. And they were playing Croatia. And I didn't know any better. And I don't know if you can tell right now, and from every conversation we've ever had, I wear black all the time almost exclusively i'm boring fine i wore a black t-shirt which looked like i was supporting croatia i met this girl i was dating who was there with some of her friends these english dudes were hitting on her friends the whole time afterwards when england lost and they were drunk they got mad at me because i was wearing a black shirt and they came across the table and punched me in the mouth and i was like that was fun um so i understand your concerns about uh loyalties with regards to uh soccer yeah um, yeah it sucks. it sucks to get beat up by english by an english oh i didn't get beat up i i won the fight i i, I skipped the part where i um never punched mind what's that where you punched him back yeah and his friends didn't even um like i was out you have to understand there was like 400 english people and five americans yeah yeah well it sucks to get punched not beat up i'll just say it sucks to get punched by an englishman in your home state yes how dare you i know right like who even said never mind go ahead i almost said something dumb (laughs) um we are gonna skip over a lot of stuff and we're just gonna go unless andy did you have anything else you wanted to say about this week's matches um, just that uh, Holland has 17 goals um, strictly in the Premier League so far. That would make it 21, 22, whatever total. Yeah. But he has 17 uh, through 11. It's, um, it's insane. 
he's he's i can't wait for the end of season review when we uh look back on people's hot takes because i got bad news for you by the way by the way um if city doesn't win it all yeah and for some reason i grow to hate tottenham who quite a sophie's choice I mean, like, how do how do you not root for Erling Holland? Like, here's the thing. Um, it's not even that I'm rooting for City. It, it's kind of like how I root for the Buccaneers right now because I love Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, I just like him. So yeah. I don't know. If he stays, I might. If, if City doesn't win at all and Tottenham does the Tottenham thing that you guys have been talking about, like they did this week. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I texted that to you guys. I'm like, I don't, I don't actually necessarily hate Tottenham, but I want, I want you, if you are going to become a Spurs fan, you need to experience the fullness of what it means to be a Spurs fan. I'm starting to get it, Nate. Glad you are. <laughs> because, um, uh, like I said, it, I didn't mention it. In the first half of the uh, Tottenham United match, Tottenham – wait, no. Yeah, no, Tottenham should have been winning. I, I, They just can't get it in the net. I'm sorry, other way around. It was the Newcastle match. They couldn't get it in the net. I don't know what's going on. Don't start, just... don't start with me and not being able to get it in the net. Wolves – But okay. Wolves – in this match, Wolves lost – Four nil to Leicester. Uh huh. I know. But this is where stats sometimes don't matter. Because let me tell you a couple. Let me just read a couple of these stats to you. Hey, would you do me a favor and read me some of those stats? I will. Wolves had sixty percent possession. Wolves yeah, like a higher amount than half. Wolves had six shots on target. Leicester had four. They scored all their shots on target. Leicester had five total shots. Wolves had 21. Wolves had nine corners to Leicester's two corners. If you just saw these stats, you would absolutely assume that Wolves dominated this game, and yet they lost 4-0. Either that or, like, are the Wolves the Stormtroopers of, uh... Of yes! They can't hit anything? Is that what we're doing? Like, I know the Stormtroopers of the Premier League. <laughs> and they never hit anything? That is amazing. That's brilliant. Well, let's move on to Hairwatch. Uh, oh, we, I, we're just going to talk about the picture we've been passing around, I imagine? Yes, Reese James, uh... I guess, you know, when you're injured, what else are you going to do but dye your hair green? Um, I, I, I think like it looks it. good. I got to be honest. I like it. I like it, too. Like, why not? Yeah. Like, you're young. You got the world in your hands. If either of us had hair, I guarantee you we would be at the stage in our lives of adulthood and fatherhood where we dye it different colors you could do it with your beard, brother. I get it, but I feel like neither of us have good hair. I'm I'm gonna throw it out there. Sorry, yeah, but I feel like if we did, you and I would be at that stage. Gonna go there. Re- deny it. 
Well, I deny. I'll deny it. I did it all. That's why you I don't have it. any hair because I, I, it was bleach blonde for most of college. I remember young adulthood. You so, were going for the Justin Timberlake look. I know the JT bleach, uh, bleach tips. The ramen noodle hair. Yeah. Um, yes. Exactly. Uh, but I like it. Reese James, well done. So- sucks you're injured. Sucks to suck, but uh, <laughs> nice hair. Uh, goal of the week, I, I'll give it to Yuri Tielemans against Wolves. Um, strike from outside the box on the volley, into the upper left hand corner. A, a just a a brilliant goal, and I think it really crushed the soul. I think it crushed. Wolves are so fragile right now as a club. They're so fragile and we cannot play from behind. We don't have it in us that, and we were just peppering. Like we had all of the advantage for the first 10 minutes of that match. And then Yuri Tillman's puts that strike in. And I think it just, it crushed the soul of our team and we couldn't come back from it, but it was, it was, it was beautiful. That's, that's mine too. As I said, I was, um, I didn't want to pile on because again, I value our friendship. It was a beautiful goal. Let me ask you a question. What's your favorite kind of goal? Because I love it when you hit it on the volley like that, right? Yeah, That's great. Uh, and especially if you can like, let's say it's coming towards you and you can angle it, uh, to the opposite corner. It's just pretty, right? That might, Um, I mean, that type of goal, that, that goal might be my favorite type. I mean, I, I, and outside the box, off the volley, just it's a beautiful strike. It it feels like ballet. Uh, I hate to be poetic, but it does. It feels like how do you bend your? It's 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 beautiful to watch. Um, other than that, I think my other favorite kind of goal, and I hate to take us off topic, I love those ones where like the goalkeeper's too far out. And someone like strikes it from 75 away and it's yeah. I love those ones. Those ones are good. I know you like a rising rocket. I do like the rising rocket. That was your nickname in college. That's <laughs> Nate the Rising Rocket. <laughs> Nate the Rising Rocket. Well, let's move on to best bet. Uh another pretty bad week, except for the person who didn't choose his own matches. But uh uh I hate this. We should count his. We should cut his winnings in half if he doesn't choose. Even if we do choose, he's gonna him. he's gonna win going away. Fulham's gonna win the league, and Kyle's gonna win. And Kyle's gonna win going away. Kyle, <laughs> we picked Fulham for him as a joke, and they won both of their matches this week, adding like four hundred and fifty bucks to his, to his total. I hate Kyle. He's now <laughs> only ten dollars in the red. He's only ten dollars in the red. Um. This is obscenity. Tim, Tim went over two. Andrew went over two. Chris went over two. I went one for two. I got Newcastle over Everton, so I I still lost money on on the weekend, but not as much as everyone else. I have moved into third place. Andy, you are still in second at minus four forty six. I'm sorry, newly in second. Newly, just to clarify. This oh, is the true. first time I haven't been in first the whole season. That's true. That's true. There was a, what is that? $450, $650 swing over this match week or these last two match weeks. Hey, Kyle. I, 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 yeah. So. Uh, I, I say we uh, tax his earnings. Tax his earnings. That's a good idea. Yeah. 
I'm in third at negative 723. Tim is in fourth at negative 750. And Chris is at minus $1,000. That's why he's not on here. He's working tonight uh, to try and pay some of the – He's washing dishes. Um. Let's see. Andrew, I forgot to look at your odds. Andrew, who did you take? I took Spurs over Bournemouth, I believe. Oh, that's right. You took Spurs over Bournemouth. That's and the minus. reason for that is – what is it? I'm sorry. What's the uh, – That's minus 160. So I would win like $65? Let's see. I think that's about right. You would win $62.50. Yeah, no, the Spurs aren't going to lose three in a row. Um, I know they're on the road. I was hoping it would get me better odds than what it's getting me. Bournemouth sucks and they keep falling. Uh, I guess that's why it's only negative 160. Yeah, no, I like that pick. Tim is taking Liverpool over Leeds. Using similar theory to you, that he doesn't believe Liverpool can continue losing to teams. But who knows? Who knows, Nate? This league makes no sense. It makes no sense. They're at minus 320. The funny thing is you say that, and in the end, the top six teams will be the top six. Don't feed me logic. I know. Kyle's taking Fulham over Everton at plus 135, which he's sure to win. Uh, Chris is taking Chelsea over Brighton for plus 155. And I, until they can prove me otherwise, I am taking Brentford over Wolves plus 115. I will not bet on, I will only be betting against Wolves until they can prove that they can win a match. You're... Fuck them. I'm so yeah, you're You're a sadomasochist. You realize that's what you're doing. It's actually the opposite because then if they lose, if wolves lose, I actually get a little benefit out of it. So it's only fake money anyway. That's what you're doing. You're like, I'm going to punish you fellas and show you how upset (laughs) I, you're, are you the guilt trip dad? Is that what you are? Probably. Like, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. You've let me down. You 10 year old, you should know better. You idiot. Absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> oh man all right what match what team are you gonna are you gonna follow this week wait who did we decide on leads oh leads yeah i'm gonna <laughs> thank you why are you asking that we're gonna hey uh this is andrew and he's gonna follow leads this week hey andrew shut up and listen for a bit yeah that's what we could have done that instead of uh pretending i forgot you knew it's perfect yeah uh we're gonna hey nate will you tell me about leads you're hearing this for the first time oh, do you yes. have any information that you could share with me about said team I would be well, yes, Andrew. i happen to have it right here i didn't have it beforehand <laughs> so good yes thank you do you want uh, me to keep going i'm really yes, good at doing your impression keep going <laughs> Leeds was founded in 1919, which actually makes them a rather young club. Um, That's still obviously old. Their nicknames, the Whites, also the Peacocks, which I have no idea why. Uh, They also have a, have a rivalry with Manchester United. They call it the war of the roses. Uh, It hasn't, or because there was like an actual, like historic battle between Leeds and Manchester um 
there's still like rivalry between them. Um, yeah, the I'm sorry, Game of Thrones was based on it. The Yorks and the Lancasters, yeah. not the Starks and the Lannisters. Yeah, yeah. So, so the War of the Roses. So that's still that holds over to that match, even though they haven't been uh, peers <laughs> recently. There still is uh, a historic rivalry between them. Uh, their ground is Elland Road, which I am so happy that I can say I attended. Um, great atmosphere, really great fans. They hold it holds thirty seven thousand, almost thirty eight thousand people, which is a, a decent sized ground, classic ground. It was it was fun. Uh, their ownership group, their majority owner is uh, is doesn't matter. Unless you watch the All or Nothing leads, then you'll see him. He plays a prominent role. But after All or Nothing leads, he sold a major portion. And part of the reason Kyle chose them to the 49ers. The 49ers ownership group owns 44% of, of Leeds United. Which was interesting because before the match on the PA system, they were announcing, hey, go to this pub in town after the match to watch the for our 49ers watch party. So it's kind of interesting how they're like blending the two uh, teams together. Um, they're managed by Jesse Marsh, who is an American, at least for now. He is on very thin ice. Uh, he replaced a manager last year that was just beloved by the Leeds fans. He helped bring them up. Um, he played this really like aggressive, dangerous style of play where they scored tons of goals, but they just got taken advantage of in the Premier League and they were in the relegation zone last year. They fired Bielsa, brought in Jesse Marsh, and he saved them kind of at the end of the season to, to keep them up. So Marsh earned a lot of respect, but now they're still languishing down there. And so there's a lot of Jesse Marsh out talk going on at, at Leeds right now. Um, players to watch. They have two Americans, Brendan Aronson and Tyler Adams. I already mentioned this last week, but a lot of Brendan Aronson kits. They really respect him. They really like him. He's made a name for himself there, which is exciting. Was he the guy they sang that song about? Yes. Uh, the yes. American boy. American. That was him. That's okay. him. Yeah. American boy. Yep. All right. I'll look for him. Got it. Yep. I have a quick question. Um, how long has, has Leeds ever been one of those teams that's consistently near the bottom and now they're kind of just in the middle a lot or where, where, give me, give me a history of like what they've been like recently. No. Well, recently they've been down in the bottom, but, but they have a historic, historic, they're a historic club. So they have one in the past. Um, they, they were champions of the league in 68, 69, 73, 74, and 91, 92. No so, kidding. So re relatively recently. So, I mean, they've got a good enough like rotation where they're consistently considered one of the, one of the goodies. Yeah. They've had, yeah, they've had some great success in years past. So, so yeah. 
I know you mentioned that Everton's the longest running team that hasn't been relegated. Um, no, I think Arsenal is, but Arsenal is. Yeah. Um, but is Leeds one of the like? Has when's the last time Leeds went down? No, Leeds just came up a couple of years ago. So oh, they, really? Yes, yeah, so Leeds did have some some pretty some down down years where um, they had gone down, and that's why when Bielsa took over and he brought them back up and that was like a real, that was really exciting for them. How long do you know how long they were down for? You know what? I'm not sure. Cause I know that they were really good in the nineties. Um, and then, but yeah, they, I know they were really good in the nineties. And then I think they spent a good portion of the two thousands, 2010s in in like the championship so i might be able to do a quick search here while i while no I... we don't have to uh, i'll i'll look it up this week um uh, all of a sudden you know how some of your explanations are like i i couldn't care less this one yep. intrigues me somehow yeah no they're i think they're an interesting club i really i really would love for them to stay up um because i they are a, they're an interesting club for sure Where are they at right now they're in 18th. They're just above Wolves. Oh, it's bad. Yeah, yeah they're, but they're, they're only in, a negative five, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've had some good. They've had some good. Uh, some good victories this year and some good, good performances. So wait, they're playing. Oh, they're playing Liverpool. That's right, and that's why. God, should I um, show how the sausage is made? Uh, we were trying to decide which team to watch. Yeah. And I wanted to watch the most interesting match. And I thought Leeds Liverpool would be interesting because I wanted to watch Liverpool because I hate them kind of, um, you know how Tottenham's frustrating. Yeah. Liverpool's way more frustrating. So I wanted to watch them. So Leeds, um, I'm actually intrigued by you so much so that I actually forgot that I picked you. Um, because I wanted to watch your girlfriend. Is that the equivalent? It's like I want to be. I. I. Um. I feel like I'm mixing metaphors, but yeah. Um, but basically, yeah. You. You're. You're close. You get it. You uh, like for the wrong reason, but now I'm intrigued. Yeah. So I did while you were talking. I was able to determine. Yeah, they. They. Were last in the Premier League in 2003, 2004. Uh -huh. they, got, they got relegated that season. We're in the championship for three seasons and then got relegated from the championship. So they were in league one for three seasons from 2007 to 2010. Then they went back up. We're in the championship from 2010 to 2020 and then have been up since then, but barely they were, oh. they, they got ninth their first year. So they had a good first season then 17th last year. And now they're, they're an 18th. So uh, I am giving you a, the more, you know, uh, assignment for next week. Okay. Find something equivalent to that with one of the teams in the current premier league, because that is insane to me that a premier league team is this common. That's what I want to know. Um, I want to know, is there anything even close to that? that a team that is currently let's forget Nottingham Forest, forget Wolves, sorry, but you know what I mean? Like a city, a Tottenham, a like somebody who we consider a top half team, um, potentially a lot, or who has history, who's won it a lot, who's had to go through that because these stories fascinate me. 
Well, yeah, Manchester City is the most notable because they essentially like bought. You don't even have to look it up. You just know this. Yeah, they they because they basically bought their way into like what who they are now, and Newcastle be will be the next one like that. But basically, from two thousand from two thousand nine to today, I don't think they've been out to. From 2010 to today, they've never finished lower than fourth. Okay, city. so that's that's city. That's their dominance over the last 15 years, basically. Okay, but let me ask you this: Did they so, have like a period from like 1919 to like? Yeah. So this is my this is my point. Oh. Before that, they were like a mid-table team, 10th, 14th, 15th. They were in the they were, um, first division. Like, yeah, they've kind of gone. I, I don't know if they went down very much, but they definitely were like just kind of a mid table team for a lot of years. So that it still doesn't feel the same. This leads thing feels like a roller coaster. And now I want to hop on. Yeah. So a couple um, other guys to keep your eyes on Patrick Bamford. He's their kind of primary striker goal scorer, but he's suffered a ton of injuries. So um, who knows if he'll play or whatnot, but he'll probably play. Cause I think he's okay. They have a guy, Rodrigo. Uh, he's also a pretty dynamic player. Jack Harrison, Liam Cooper's their captain. So, but you'll want to key in on probably Patrick Bamford, Rodrigo, Brendan Aronson, uh, and then the only other thing I would say is there's a great soccer movie, maybe the best soccer movie called Damned United. It's great. You should watch it. Um, never heard of it. Yeah, it's great. I mean, you probably haven't heard of You probably heard of Green Street Hooligans, but other than that, or Bend It Like Beckham. Those are probably the, the, the soccer movies you've heard of. I have heard of both of those, yes. Yes, you have. You'd be a good uh, FBI profiler. Well, it's because all those are the only movies Americans have watched. No, 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 no. Keep tell me more about myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, Damned United. If you get a chance, that's a good one to watch. And it's about Leeds. Yeah, but it's called Damned United. I know it's awesome. You got to watch it. But it's about Leeds. Exactly. But it. I feel like I could do this all day. But go ahead. Yeah, that's it. You watch it. All right, I will. It's a it's a dramatization of a true true story about managers and like a manager who moves to take over leads and it's good. Cool. That's all I got. Um match of the week. There is none. All of the matches suck. They suck. So there's like there's only two matches between top 10 teams and even those aren't even that interesting. They're they not good. There's no interesting matches this wait, week. Wait, is Bournemouth top 10 still or no? No. No. So wait, what are the Man U Man United Manchester United versus West Ham and Brighton Chelsea. Yeah, both of those suck. Well, and United Manchester uh West Ham is a bit on the ascendancy, so that could be an interesting match. I just didn't want to highlight Manchester United again, but Manchester yeah. United-West Ham is probably the most interesting, but Brighton's on their way down. 
they're they're really struggling. Hey, you! Oh, I just thought of something. Ready? Yeah. Um, you know how you guys don't necessarily want me to be a Tottenham guy yet, and yeah. Because you want me to experience the Tottenham stuff. Ready? Yeah. Uh, my birthday's on Saturday. Oh, Tottenham happy plays. Well, I know. I'm so great. Um, Tottenham plays Bournemouth, a game they should win. Yes. If they lose on my birthday, yes. can you consider, like, imagine the psychological damage? Oh, it's so good. Three in a row, they were flying high, then they lost three in a row. You're going to start seeing the cracks in the – yeah, no, it's, yeah, I, I would consider that true. I, I, I use that as, like, one of those karmic experiences. Yes, absolutely. Losing yeah. on your birthday, their third loss in a row. Oh, Nate. Nate, I might have to burn – should I break up with my girlfriend? No. She bought me that Tottenham stuff. Maybe she's the problem. No, I'm just kidding. This is fun. Because um, we're looking for signs. That was the joke, people, if you don't get it at home. You got please. it. And, and your girlfriend, who's an avid listener. She does, actually. Because she uh, actually... Do you, know, under, do you understand that you and most of the people listening at home find my voice annoying? <laughs> she doesn't. Oh, so she just listens to it to fall asleep? Uh... Is, was that a sick burn and I missed it? No, I think it was like, a, I was trying to be nice. Oh. <laughs> you didn't miss anything. All right. Anyway, um, I, yeah, I got nothing else this week. Um, I really love my Tottenham bar. Oh, I have a quick story. I met the owner, right? Oh, nice. I'm, I'm walking out after a match and he's like, thanks for coming. And I was like, hey, are you the owner? He's like, yeah. And I, I don't know if I've told this story already. You have um, But, um, uh, I'm just chatting with him. He's a really nice fella. And I said, are you the guy who answers the phone? And suddenly I, my Boston accent sometimes comes out when um, I have been telling stories about drinking. So I'm like, you the guy who answers the phone? And um, he's like, yeah. I'm like, uh, during the Arsenal uh, Tottenham match, I called and somebody answered. And I said, hey, are you guys going to be open for the Arsenal match? Um, I know it starts at 4.30. And he said, the North London Derby, yeah, we're gonna be fucking open, dummy. And I and I said, was that you? And he's like, well, if it wasn't me, it's a uh, one of my employees doing a really good impression of me. And I was like, I am gonna come here for the rest of my life, sir. And I gave him all the dollars in my wallet. Um, I really like big dumb jerks. They're my favorite kind of people. That's why we're friends. I know, cause God, you're a terrible dumb jerk. My favorite. Anyway, um, that's all I got for the week. We should hang up. Perfect. Well, you can follow us on Twitter at Soccer Neophytes. Soon enough, you can also follow us at EFL Neophytes when wolves are down. That's how depressed I am. We also have a website, SoccerNeophytes.com. Please rate and review us if we haven't made you too depressed. Um, even if so, you can give us five stars. With that, I'm happy to say uh, my new sign out. Fosen out. <laughs> <laughs>